0: what is he to you what has he been to you has he been your deliverer has he been your healer you might say I am sick he said I am your healer I am bound I am your deliverer I guess some of you, He ain't never done a thing for you. But somebody can at least raise their hand and say, I can testify that the Lord's been what I needed Him to be. He's been my healer. He's been my joy. He's been my comfort. He is my shepherd. For everything that you are, He's got an I am. Come on, somebody. For anything and everything that you are, He's got an I am. Woo! Hallelujah! Well, it excites me. It makes me happy. Because I know what I was. And He said, but I am. Hallelujah. Can you clap your hands to the Lord again? Give God a shout of praise. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Because the I am uh, is in this place today. The same I am that spoke to Moses is the I am that's in the midst of us today.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Woo! Well, it excites me, because I know it ain't a fairy tale. It excites me, because I know it's real, because I know that the Lord is in this place. Hallelujah. Mm. All right. I need to preach. I need to preach. Clap your hands to the Lord again. Just give Him praise right now. Come on, in your own way, just give Him praise right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Make a joyful noise to the Lord. Thank you, Lord. I've said this before, but you know, when we we make a joyful noise, when we get excited, when we clap our hands, when we dance, that's all Bible. And in fact, it tells us to do these things. There's a lot of things in the Word of God that naturally don't flow with my personality. But I do them because it's biblical. And when I do them, it pushes me out of the carnal and into the spiritual. That's why some of you every now and then might try standing up off the seat. That's why some of you every now and then might try lifting your hands. Maybe bouncing. You ain't even got to leave the ground. Maybe just put them heels off the ground. Because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. And praise is not carnal. I ain't trying to jump on nobody today. I'm just telling you, it's what the Bible says. Amen. Well, if you'll turn to Luke, chapter 9. And if you were in Sunday school this morning, you know... You'll, you'll, you'll be able to see. I told pastor when I, I came up to him after Sunday school, I said, you set me up. And the Lord will do that. And I'm thankful that he does. Because sometimes, like today, the Lord, will, the Lord he has a word for this church today. And he's already let me know that he wants to speak to the people that are in this room today. You need to hear what I'm saying. The person that's thinking about lunch right now, you need to hear the sound of my voice. And know that the Lord wants to speak to every person that's in this house today. And help us to be the church that He wants us to be. I've got a word from the Lord today. It's very specific, but I know it's going to help us. Luke chapter 9, verse 51 And it came to pass, when the time was come that he should be received up, he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem, sent messengers before his face, and they went and entered into a village of the Samaritans to make ready for him. And they did not receive him because his face was as though he would go to Jerusalem. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord... Wilt thou that we command fire to come down from heaven and consume them, even as Elijah did? But he turned and rebuked them and said, You know not what manner of spirit you're of. For The Son of Man has not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And they went to another village. And I, if I have to title this today, I, I, would, I would say, Choose Your Battles. Choose your battles. Let's pray for the word today. Lord, I thank you for what you've already done. Lord, your spirit that we felt in this house. Thank you for bringing us together today. Lord, I feel the unity, Lord, in this house. I feel your sweet presence in this place. And I know that you've touched and moved already. Lord, just poured out blessings on us. But now, Lord, I'm going to speak the word that you've given me to give your people today. And I pray that you help me Lord, speak through me. Lord, get anything that, that I am out of the way, Lord, and speak through me today to this people. Help us, Lord, to be what you want us to be. We give you the honor and glory and praise in Jesus' name. Everyone said in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands to the Lord one more time and shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah. Amen. Always got to, you can be seated. You always got to pair those together. Because it says, clap your hands, all you people. And that's how we get out of it sometimes. We just clap our hands. But it says, clap your hands, all you people, and shout unto God with a voice of triumph. We like to do all the moves sometimes and make no noise. (laughs) It also says, make a joyful noise. I didn't say you had to sing good. It just said, make a joyful noise. I've heard noises before it didn't sound joyful, it was just a noise. But the Lord knows. <laughs> All right. It's time to stop being comedian and get to the word. I have like I said, I, I have a direction from the Lord for the people of God today, for us today. And I know that the Lord knew who would be here, that we're in a place right now in this, this church that God is, it's like pastors have been saying that it seems like the Lord more and more is revealing His nature to us in a way that's preparing us to really be able to handle what He has for us. And I believe the Lord's going to continue to do that today. I believe, you know, reading this this passage, these people didn't want to receive the Lord, and the disciples, James and John, they, they said, Lord, do you want us, just like Elijah did, do you want us to call down fire on these people and consume them? They made sure to mention Elijah did it. You you remember in the Old Testament, prophet Elijah, he he did this. And the Lord said, you don't even know what spirit you're of. You don't even know what you're saying. He said, I'm not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. I believe the Lord wants to help us, firstly, to understand that and turn our attention to the fact that we can come to a place where we want so badly to be great like one of the prophets and call down fire and can have total disregard for who we might kill with it. We need to be wise. We need to understand what we're doing when we when we say, "I want to be able to call down fire. I want to be able to do this and this and this, and I want to be like the prophets. You need to be careful where you direct that and and what your attitude is. I believe God's trying to show us today that we need to be intentional about where we direct the power that He has given us, because He didn't say you shall receive power." to be able to call down fire on people who don't believe on me. You'll receive power and you shall be witnesses. We've got to be intentional about where we direct the power that God has given us. We need to be intentional about the battles that we choose. People say that today is that you just you got to pick your battles sometimes. That's true. There are some things that I could spend effort and energy on, but you just, and you know what I'm talking about, sometimes you just have to say, i just, I got to choose my battles today. I'm not messing with that. But we need to, so to speak, we need to choose what we're fighting for, how we're fighting. Brother Landon Gore said it like this one time, the evangelist, he said, we shout more about David being a lion killer And a bear slayer than we do about him being a lamb saver. I'll say that again. We jump and holler and shout and clap our hands about David killing the bear, killing the lion, but not about saving the lambs. David was not a bear hunter, David was not a lion hunter. He was a shepherd, and he was able to defend the sheep when the lion and the bear came, but he wasn't setting traps for bears. He wasn't setting traps for lions. He wasn't going out and looking and tracking them down. You're going to see where we're going here. We need to worry more about the rescue, less about the resistance. More about discipleship and less about demons. Demons. More about evangelism, less about the enemy. Come on, somebody. We need to worry more about the lambs than we do about the lion and the bear. We need to focus our energy on being lamb savers. Instead of saying, I'm a bear hunter. I'm a lion hunter. I want to be a lamb saver. Listen. I'm not getting some kind of new crazy theology, all right? I know that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. I know that the devil is our adversary and he's seeking whom he may devour. It says he goes about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. I know that we have power to cast out devils. I know the Lord told us we do. And I believe that we should be spiritually minded. I believe that we should not be ignorant of the devil's devices. I believe that we should be ever aware of the spiritual wickedness that opposes the kingdom of God. I'm not saying for one second that we should just decide that none of that exists and that we're just going to be in denial about it and forget that we have an enemy of our soul and that we fight spiritual battles. Because I know that we do. But this is why we put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Listen, nobody loves to bruise the devil's head more than me. Nobody loves to watch one of his plans fall apart more than I do. Nobody loves to look and, and, and say what the enemy meant for evil, God turned it around for good. but we need to worry less. Hear me, church. We need to worry less about being demon hunters and more about being disciple makers. I know this is hard for some of you to hear, but but we got to worry more about being disciple makers and less about being demon hunters. Put on the whole armor of God and you can withstand anything. You don't have to waste your time picking fights with a dumb devil who's already lost and whose fate's already been sealed. It's like I said a few weeks ago, that when the time comes, you stand your ground, you pick up your sword, you fight and you win. Put on the armor, stand with your loins, girt about with truth, quench the fiery darts of the wicked with the shield of faith. And yes, sometimes the need will arise for you to pursue and take back some things that the enemy stole. But the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, is not just used so we can chase devils around with it. To, Come on, but it pierces to the soul and spirit, to, to the thoughts and intents of the heart. The Word of God saves souls. I know it's hard for some of you to hear. I know. I want to be clear in the message that I'm trying to convey to us today. It was. It was actually a week ago today. It it was, or rather, it was. It was probably Monday morning, I guess, when this would have happened. But I've I've said this before that the Lord, if he's ever trying, if he's ever going to drop something heavy on me, or speak to me in in a way that's just like, okay, wow, it's going to be while I'm trying to sleep. Some of you know what I'm talking about. We know how the Lord speaks to us; how He'll get our attention. And I and I can I can before I go to bed some nights know it's going to be one of them nights. <laughs> and that's how it was last Sunday night when I went to bed. I, I felt this this heaviness, this burden. Not not as if I were being attacked, but almost. Uh, almost that same kind of weight that you feel when intercession is is coming on you. But I, when I finally uh, fell asleep, I knew that the Lord was giving me a dream. And if you think that that's some kind of uh fairy tale movie stuff that's bible that the lord will give dreams and visions and speak and what you look at all these the lord spoke to people in dreams all the time and we were it was here at the church there was a, uh i guess we were gathered together for prayer meeting and it, but it was night every light in the building was off and there were people walking around praying and 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 i i heard someone say i heard someone just somewhere saying you need to you need to find a demon and look that demon in the eye right now and 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 you know go after it and and i knew immediately i i, I spoke up and i was trying to correct that and so say we're not here to look demons in the eyes we're not here to to Look for a, a an evil spirit somewhere in the sanctuary. That's not what we're here for. I was trying to correct that, and I, I could feel that it was there was something going on in the spirit because of that. and And as I was trying to correct that, I, I noticed that that everyone the light was spilling in, just just moonlight, light from outside it was spilling in through the windows just a bit. But I noticed that that everybody was backed up against the back wall. Where where the shadows were. And they were saying some something's outside. Somebody's outside. They're trying to break in. They're trying to they're you know, they're here to hurt us, they're here to break in, they're here to steal stuff out of the church. And so I went to the window and when I looked out the window, what I saw was a person. I saw a man that I knew. And only probably three or four other people even know. Who this guy is that this in this room today. And he's not here today, just so you know. But I knew this man, and I knew this this is someone that the Lord recently has has laid on my heart. I know he needs the Lord. I believe the Lord's connected him with a few of us to to you know to be a witness to him. And I turned around and still I looked and I and I was trying to tell everyone it's just a it's just a guy trying to to come in to church and I looked and still everyone was backed all the way up to the wall in the shadows and I woke up when I woke up it was it was it felt just heavy and I could feel the Lord moving and speaking and and, but it was heavy and all all the rest of that day while we were trying to, to work and do things and I was was telling the Lord all day, Lord, I I need you to give me understanding about what you're trying to tell me because I know that you're trying to, to speak to me. I know you're trying to tell us something. I need you to give me understanding. And while everyone was backed into the dark, and saying there's, you know, there was the confusion going on already. That, that you know, there's, there's, you know, you need to find something and look it in the eye. And there's a confusion going on already. But then there was everyone scared in the dark of what was outside. And what was outside was a soul that needed to be saved. And I feel the Holy Ghost now, I feel like the Lord is confirming what He's trying to speak today. And as I prayed, the Lord gave me direction, and I felt the Lord speak into my spirit and say, come out where you can be seen. And the Lord began to deal with me and let me know that there are people that are fighting battles that the Lord has already won. Picking fights that we don't have to fight. Come on, somebody. Somebody knows what I'm talking about. We can stop putting so much energy into fights that the Lord's already given you victory in. If you'll just walk in that victory and look to souls. I'm trying, church, today to help us... The Lord is trying to help us to see what our purpose is. We don't have to just stay locked in here fighting the same battles all the time that we don't need to hold it on to broken chains. Because souls is the mission. Look to people. The mission is not to defeat the devil. He's already defeated. The mission is people that need the goodness of God in their life. The Lord spoke to me and said, come out where you can be seen. The church was not formed to be in a a constant fight against things that we don't always have to fight. It was formed to establish the kingdom of God where He planted us. We're not supposed to be an underground secret fight club where we get together on Sundays and Wednesdays and look for a devil to get in the ring with. We're supposed to be a city set on a hill that cannot be hid, a beacon. Good is it for me to come in here and sweat through my suit? But I didn't greet a visitor, much less invite a visitor. Oh, we pulled bobby pins out of the sheetrock today, but did you put anybody down in the water? I got delivered from the, the same thing that I got delivered from last week. I want to tell somebody today that if you get busy about the father's business you might have not have to get delivered for the same thing every week and you can start being productive in the kingdom of God I have an urgency in my spirit today, church. I have an urgency in my spirit, to, and I'm not worried about showing it. To, I'm not worried about showing what God's given me today because I know that who's here needs to be here. And I'm telling you that we need Bible studies. We need evangelism. We need people fulfilling the Great Commission. We need outreach. We need disciples making disciples. We need people preaching Acts 2.38. I'm not trying to cast a demon out of somebody that's just stepped in for the first time. I want to show them the love of God.
2: I laid my hands on their head
0: and I broke their back praying for them. But did you do any good? Well, we shouted and we sweated. And we danced and we spun around and that's great and I believe that all that's Bible. But is it replacing evangelism? You might shout right past somebody that's in here for the first time and needs the love of God. They got no idea what you're doing. They've got no idea what you're doing. I don't mind being apostolic in front of people. I don't mind it. Some of you right now, you're raising your eyebrow at me. Saying, oh, where are you going with this, Jake? Where are you going with this, Jake? I don't mind being apostolic in front of people. But I don't want to call down fire and disregard who it might affect in a way that... They want it so bad to be like the prophets and call down fire. They didn't care if it killed somebody. And the Lord said, I've come to save lives. We need to be careful about where we direct the power that God's given us because the first thing that He said after you'll receive power was not power to shout your hair down, not power to stomp and scream and roll across the floor, but power to be witnesses and preach the gospel to every creature. I want to tell you that the best way to fight the enemy, you want to fight the devil? You want to fight the enemy? Reach the lost. You want to to storm the gates of hell? Then why don't you, the best way to fight hell, the best way to fight the devil is to establish the kingdom of God where darkness used to be. Come on somebody. I know, I know. I'm busting your eardrums. I know that I'm doing some of the things right now that it seems like I'm saying don't do. I'm not saying not to do any of those things. I'm saying we need to be intentional about where do we direct our focus and our effort and the power that God's given us. And remember that He didn't just give me the Holy Ghost to get together every Sunday in a fight club against the devil. The devil's been defeated already. I have authority over every power of the enemy. I have authority. I've got the shield of faith that quenches the fiery darts. So when he comes against me, I'm ready. But he's not who I'm worried about. I'm worried about souls that need to be saved. Yeah, I'm going to have to fight spiritual wickedness sometimes. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to might have to cast out a devil. He gave me power to do it if I need to. But first he gave me power to be a witness. Music can come. Listen to me, church. We're in a special place right now. We're in a special place right now. And God's trying to get us to understand his nature. He's trying to get us to understand his nature. He's trying to form us into what we need to be. And I want to tell you, everybody has got to get on board with reaching souls. And I want to go back just specifically to the word that the Lord spoke to me when He said, come out where you can be seen. Come out where you can be seen. There's enough churches today they get together, and it's like they get together inside of of a fortress and it's it's just that's that's where people get the idea of a cult, but there yeah, yeah, there's spiritual wickedness out there, yeah. There's an adversary. But I believe there's instruction in the Word of God that shows us I'm not going out to hunt the devil, I'm going to seek and save that which was lost. Even Jesus, if, if, if that's what He came to do, He would have said it. I have come to kill demons. He said, I've come to seek and save that which is lost. Everywhere he went, he was reaching for people. He came in contact sometimes and had to cast some devils out, but it was still for people. I believe the Lord trying to show us his heart today. You can stand with me. Church, Just, I hope I'm not hurting your feelings, but maybe you you wouldn't feel so dissatisfied and unfulfilled if you would fulfill the call that God's placed on every believer's life to be a witness, to preach the gospel. Maybe you wouldn't feel like you're spinning your wheels if you get busy about the father's business, the father's business is people, souls. I love this building. I love it. We, we're doing work on it. you know, but I love this building. But we have to get outside these walls. People should know. People should know where we are. People should know where we are. A city set on a hill. The officials in our city should know where this church is. The residents in our cities, surrounding counties, should know where this church is. The people that you go to work with every day and don't tell about the Lord. The people that you sit in class with every day and don't say nothing about who you are. They need to know. They need to know. Not so they can be a number, but so that they can experience the love of God. Because people are lost. And that's not derogatory. People are lost. This world is lost Just like I once was. Just like you once were. And people need Jesus. That has to become our mission, church. Before we even come to these altars today, we'll we'll come in just, just a moment, but could you lift your hands right now? Could you begin to ask the Lord right now in this moment, God, help me get this word down in my heart. Because it's like Brother Shannon preached. A few Wednesdays ago, that when he talks about greater works, the greatest work we can do is bring somebody to Jesus. The greatest work that we can do is bring somebody to Jesus. They need the love of God. You needed him too one time, you needed to be healed too one time, you needed to be set free too one time. Somebody needs it, it's our mission. Could we come to these altars, church? I'm asking you to. I'm asking you to come to these altars today and just find a place to kneel or to stand, but lift your heart up to the Lord and tell Him, Lord, however you want to use me, use me. Give me direction. Give me wisdom. Guide me and lead me, Lord. I just want to do what you've called me to do. I want to be the church you've called us to be. Let's let the Lord speak our hearts today.
2: No! No shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me.
1: Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord lay
2: mm. so upon
1: my heart. It's old one, if you know it, sing it to the Lord. To the Lord. Let that be your desire today.
2: To my heart to win that soul
1: for thee. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, let that be our prayer and our desire. Hola, Mosaya de la souls for the kingdom of god souls for your kingdom lord Mm. what a wonderful inspiring message for the church you know there's so many distractions things to get us They they just take our energy, take our focus. And they seem, we we blow them up and they seem so important. It's just like a lot of people, is end times. They're so worried about who who the beast is that they can't even focus on the king of kings, you know. It's just, it consumes them. But, But Jesus said, pray for laborers to go in the harvest because the harvest is ready. One story of harvest in the scripture, the, the master of the field saw some guys standing around and said, why are you standing around here idle all day? What's going on? Get, get to work. Get to work. And, and then Jesus, of course, said, don't you know that I must be about my father's business? And when we're about his business, it, it leaves little time for other things. I liked what he said about David, and I was thinking about that while he was preaching on it. And if you remember the story that David rehearsed to Saul, he said, the lion and the bear came in, and I I fought in defense. I didn't go out on the attack. I fought in defense of my flock. When something comes in, we got the power to put it down. (laughs) I ain't got to go picking fights. Hmm. Ten, ten to the sheep, ten to the flock. The scripture said that the Holy Ghost made you overseer of. Golly, I feel it. Woo! <laughs> Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you, Jesus.